You know, if you take everything I've accomplished in my entire life and condense it down into one day, it looks decent. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of The Decent Show. Uh, we're past the 30-episode mark. I don't really know which one you're on now. I feel like it's like 33 or something. Uh, Ryan Money here, joined, uh, as always, with Reagan Horton. Reagan, how are we doing today on Hump Day? Hump Day, uh, good, good, good. Um, today I actually got some mail, um, and it was like a package. had my name on it, and um, I opened mm-hmm. it up, and I saw that like I had books in there. And I literally almost... Like checked my bank account and I was like, "Oh my God, someone's like stolen my identity." Like that's that's, that's that was my immediate thought. Like I was, I'm not even. This isn't even a joke. I was literally like, "Oh my God, someone stolen my identity." I was like ordering stuff with my credit card because I would never order a freaking book, and uh, it just turned out to be like a graduation like gift or whatever. But I was like, I was so dead set on just like, "Oh yeah, like yeah, there's been a breach." Yeah, there's been a breach. <laughs> Something has gone terribly wrong. There's no other reason I would have a book. Yeah. Package with my name and book. Obviously, there's a huge confusion. Yeah, nerdy identity thief out there trying to read up. <laughs> well, that sounds good. Uh, what else is going on? Any other? Uh, I mean, because everybody loves a package. Exactly. Um, watching the NBA Finals tonight. Um, yeah, I was, wish I could have seen that. That would have been something. Uh, no, you didn't. Um, uh, okay, yeah. It was. I mean, Steph Curry had the night of his life with sports and beer and women and chicken wings and stuff. Yeah, honestly, it just um, uh, like I was super hyped for it. Then, like right before the game started on um, ESPN, it was like breaking news that it was announced that like Clay Thompson wasn't gonna play. And I was like, well, that's freaking it then. And, you know, it pretty much was. The Raptors pretty much had a 10-point lead the entire game. Um, and, like, Curry was a beast. Curry was out there balling. Uh, I don't like him, but he was yeah. he was playing really well. Um, but they never – the game was almost never in question. Like, they would get hyped and the crowd would get into it because they had come within 8 or 6 or something, but then it would go back up to 12 or 14. So – I don't know. Not a whole lot to say on this game. It was really boring, and honestly, I just hate it because um, either Golden State isn't going to win the championship, and they have the better team, so they should win the championship, or the Raptors are going to win the championship, and a lot of people are going to put an asterisk next to it because, like, I don't know. It just it just seems wrong, you know. I, I, I hate that idea. You know, I wanted it more. If the Raptors were going to win, I wanted it to be like the Mavericks when they beat LeBron. You know, like there was no excuse. Like they just outplayed him. You know, whereas like there's just so many excuses built in on this one. Hmm. Still early though. I mean, if if Thompson was rumored to play Game Three and didn't, I would assume he'll play Game Four. Then at this point, unless it's worse than they than we think. I think they're doing the same thing, honestly. But I, I mean, yeah, you're right. It. Who knows? At this point, at this point, I'm pretty sure like Kevin Durant is out. Like he's. Torn his Achilles, I think they're just hiding it, and they just keep saying, like, maybe next game, maybe next game. Like, he's traveling with the team, but hmm. it's all bull. Like, he's he's done. Like, he's, he's so really messed up. So you assume it's Achilles? Yeah, I'm, I'm I mean, assuming. Or it's, like, the worst calf screen in the history of calf screens. There's no way it's a calf screen. But, yeah. But, but you're saying. saying that the injury is worse than it is no matter what. Like, no matter what, yeah. It's not the fact that he's not going to play for them next year. No, it's not that. Because, like, whenever you see – there's, like, some behind-the-scenes footage of, like, him talking to Curry before he goes out there. 
And, like, you can just tell by the way he's moving. Like, he's just, he's very, he kind of looks like an old man. Like, he doesn't, he doesn't look like he's very agile. Damn. Isn't that illegal to do what they're doing? Fake an injury or uh, yeah, not, lie about not an injury or something? Injury. I don't know. They're probably, there's some probably loophole or, I mean, I don't know. Maybe they'll find them when the season's over or something, but, yeah. I don't know. Hmm. Well, uh, so, I mean, do you, do you think Clay will play game four, though? Yeah, probably, but I don't know how good it will. I don't know if he'll be 100% by then. Because this is like the one time where they don't wait a year and a half to play another game. Another game is on Friday, so that that's not that much more time for him to rest. And it, it did look like he was he looked very pissed and upset when he hurt his hamstring. So I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, well, I mean, uh, it's just I very it's just very lame. You know, it's just a very lame way to end the NBA season. <laughs> Yeah, but, you know, nobody has any control over that, and I still want the Raptors to win. I don't want it to be like this, but um, we'll see what happens. I mean, if uh, Thompson's back and Curry has that great of a game, I mean, if Thompson contributes at all, I mean, probably still keep it close. Yeah. But And then you got to hope for the best in game five, but... Uh, I don't know, but I agree with you. Uh, there would probably be an asterisk if uh, the Raptors win, and it's because of Warrior injuries. That would not not be good, but I don't know. Ring's a ring. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I don't know. I mean, again, it's not like they cheated. You know, it's no. not the Raptors' fault. You no, know? it's not. I mean, yeah, that's, that's one of your points. It's not like they did this. It just happened. Yeah, so... Uh, you know, drink milk. <laughs> well said. Uh, you got anything else to say before we get into our little uh, review? Sports. Um, no, not really. Uh, it looks like Kawhi had a good game. Curry had a great game. Uh, I missed it. I was watching uh, this thing that they call a movie um, instead. So, and that's what we're going to review. We're gonna review Godzilla, King of the Monsters. Uh, uh, let me get let me get us started here, because you texted me in the middle of this movie. Summer kickoff. And you said, "I hate it already. I'm doing this for the podcast." <laughs> yeah, that that was like 30 minutes into the movie. I meant to send you that text like 15 minutes before that. It was a 7:15 movie, wasn't it? Yeah, and I got there. 7.15 is when technically, you know, the preview yeah. starts. I got there about 7.33, and it had just, like, just finished the opening credits. Like, I could not have been more on time. I did not give this movie the respect for showing up. <laughs> on time know, or early on, or whatever. Yeah, essentially on time or early. I, I showed up 7.33. It starts going. As soon as people start talking, I'm like, oh, God, I've made a huge mistake. Like, now... The first thing that kind of pissed me off is I walk in, I walk into the building, and so I've got my phone out because I purchased my ticket online just because I was like, man, I swear I'm going to show up just hoping to buy a ticket, and it's going to be sold out for some reason because this movie's relatively new. Mm -hmm. You know, technically kids are out of school. I was like, I, I just don't know. So I just went ahead and bought a ticket online. I show up. Dude, there's nobody even working. Like, there's nobody there to scan my ticket. Like, I jokingly scanned my own ticket. And, like, at first I, like, did it as a joke. And, like, these people behind me were like, nah, go ahead and do it. 
And I was like, do I have to? And they go, why not? And I like scan it and it beeps and like the tickets don't come out. And I was like, well, look at me go. And they're like, oh, he said, look at him go. <laughs> Walked off and uh, no tickets came out because I wasn't logged in. I didn't have my employee card. Uh, they didn't give me one when I decided to start working there. And and so then I just had to walk up and down the theater and find the sign that said Godzilla 715. And I walk in that bitch and realize that I had wasted $8 because nobody could scanned have just my ticket. Could have gone for free, yeah. Could have just gone for free. Could have just walked in. Nobody cared. Thinking about doing that for any future movies that we see. Do Definitely, see them. Yeah, see them during the weekdays and just risk it. <laughs> risk, like, not buying a ticket. Because, yeah, that was a waste of $8 right there. And I saw the beginning of the movie, though. So now, um, and, and I was going to text you basically immediately. But, like, I couldn't get my phone to lower the brightness like I wanted it to. Like, I got the brightness all the way down, but it was still too bright. I wanted, like, that night mode, and I couldn't find it on my phone and i was so i ended up just getting up out of my seat and going to like basically the door to send you that text so i could have easily sent you that text like 15 minutes sooner <laughs> than what i did so you were literally five to ten minutes into this movie when you were like all right i already hate this <laughs> yeah like i was like oh i already know it's gonna happen i don't like it Let, like let's go like i'm good like the only point of staying is for the action yeah like that was that was all this movie had. Uh, so now, yeah. And now let me let you talk about it. Let's let's hear what you have to to, to say. You know, you get this text. And you sound like you enjoyed the text. You know, you, that's the most highs I've ever seen you use. So I just thought it was text. funny because I was like mentally thinking, I was like, yeah, money's probably just now starting that movie. Like, so yeah. like because I was at Jordan's watching the game, so I was like, yeah, I gotta get over. I gotta leave here around like ten or so. Um, and like I was like, yeah, yeah, probably ten's good because I was watching, you know, watching the clock, and I was like, he's already texting me about this movie. I bet he didn't even get to see it for some reason, or he just didn't want to. And uh, but sure enough, you're like, yep, I'm watching it, and I hate it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, it was beautiful. Uh, yeah, I've never watched a movie and just uh, seen them do something so right, and then pretty much everything else just so wrong. Like I just don't mm-hmm. understand why. I mean, I, normally movies just suck all around, and there's that's just the way they are, you know. Um, but like, what I did they do right? I thought the monster action, when you could see it, was really awesome. Yeah, it was nice. Yeah, I mean, I thought that was like really hyped. Um, I really wish they'd do something different with the. This is gonna sound like a really big nitpick, but I wish they'd do something different with the music. Um, because like you know, in Avengers or something or Star Wars, you get like that great like that music in the background, like that score that like, you know, whenever the millennium Falcon shows up on the screen or whenever captain says like Avengers assemble and you get like that, that, I don't know. I want to say like beat drop or something, you know, like in this movie they did like, it was like they were doing, I'm guessing it's like Japanese music. I don't know, but it just sounded like Japanese music because it was just like lame. And I didn't want it to be lame because Godzilla looks like a freaking boss. Like, and there's, really awesome looking shots like where he's just shows up on the scene and there's like a thousand jets behind them or like he finally goes face to face with this monster he's like charging it or all that stuff like looked really cool and i was just like just throw the music in there and make it so much more hype yeah i i i'm glad you brought that up i was definitely laughing at the music bed that they'd have i was like like they, they would play the music bed and i was like Wow, that is like the most try-hard of like I'm want to be dramatic here, but it sounds like shit. And so I just, 
I, I just found myself laughing uh, throughout the movie and honestly having to, to close my eyes just to to avoid embarrassment. I, was like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't want anybody to see me here. Like, you know, this is... That's money? He went and saw Godzilla? I thought yeah. this was the same guy that had good movie taste. <laughs> yeah, like this guy called himself a critic and he's watching this dumpster fire with shitty music beds. Like, oh God, you know, so definitely going to unsubscribe the decent show because I subscribed immediately and now I regret that. That's Ryan Money of Suicide Squad fame. Yeah. The movie that puts you on the map. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Reagan, you're funny. That's funny. But yeah, so I, it was um, yeah, very anticlimactic music beds. Like, they were trying to be dramatic and um, Swinging them suspenseful and they, yeah, huge mess. So. Um, I also liked, like, they kept doing this thing in this movie where, um, I, I don't know, I'm just going to use a very basic example to make fun of it. Um, it's like, it, dude, he's got, like, a cheeseburger, and, like, he put, like, bacon on the on the burger, so it's almost like it's a bacon cheeseburger, and then it'd be called a bacon cheeseburger, you know? Like, they would say something like, it's almost like he shoots, a, like, shoots some form of electricity, and then it'd be like, yeah, he shoots form of electricity, like, we got it, like, it's... Like they would always say it's almost like, and that exact thing after after that that came out of their mouth was literally exactly what was happening. It wasn't oh, almost. Oh yeah, kind of like when they're like, a tropical storm can't move that fast. It's almost like it's a monster moving the, it. Yeah, it's almost like he's the storm. He is, and it's like, <laughs> oh, like, oh man, what a what a shit storm uh i was gonna say i i like you know pardon my french but fucking hate the the white-haired guy that's like man the map he's like metrosexual making the you know making the funny comments you know around the water cooler like oh open the shields open the shields for godzilla show them our tits you know and, and the guy's like yeah why don't we invite him in for a beer you know, yeah, let's have him decide. Yeah, what do you, what do you got in your goddamn mind? It's like, okay, calm down. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know how much they're paying you for this movie, but it's too much because you can't act. And he did that throughout the, the whole movie, and, and I hated him. And do, do you know who I'm talking about, right? Oh, Can dude, I, I was I was literally about to be the next thing to come out of my mouth because me and Jordan were roasting him, and we kept calling him Russo Sr., um, which is like really inside because uh, the people that directed Infinity War or Infinity War and Endgame are the Russo brothers, and uh, one of them is in Endgame. He's like the guy who's talking to Captain America at like the little circle. You know what I mean? Their little uh, support group. He's talking to him. If you can okay. remember it all. Yep, anyway, yep, yep, yep. anyway, we called him Russo Senior because he just looked like the father of that guy like he just looked like an older white hair version of that guy and we just kept like dumping on him because he was so annoying and they just gave him so many so many lines so many one-liners or just things here and there it was insane yep him and uh the guy who is in silicon valley and the verizon commercials yep yep him yeah those two guys holy cow like they were just like hey we want you to say these really stupid lines, but we want you to use kind of like a witty tone as if you're trying to be funny. Go for it's that awkward be... humor. Go for that yeah. super awkward, you know. It's not going to be funny, but we really we really want you to say it. <laughs> and say it funny. And, and you know, bless their heart, man. They they cried. Um, 
joke sucked. Uh, you know, just I'm trying to think of the most specific example. They had a couple of one-liners, and like I think the most dramatic moment. I wish I wish you could remember because I know I'm not going to. The most dramatic moment they dropped like the most stupid, cheesiest, obvious one-liner, and now I can't remember it. Do you have any idea what I'm talking about? Towards the end of the movie, it's like the most climactic part. No, I can't. There were so many, dude. I don't know how you can pick out just one. Like there was just everything. Every time those people had a line, I rolled my eyes. <sighs> yeah. Oh well. Maybe it'll come to me. That or I'll just have to like find a way to rewatch it. Go to <laughs> the end of the movie just to roast again. Because God, I'm not gonna sit through that down. But I didn't even make it through the first movie. I put on Godzilla one before trying to go to see. Oh wow! Cool. Commitment and, right there. Yeah. And see that movie's not as bad, but it's more boring. Like it's just a really boring movie. Yeah. Because there's no action until the very end, or like at least the last third. Yeah, and I I haven't really gotten there. I think I got about an hour twenty in, and, and like the, the DVD kept cutting out, and I I had to take some some pause breaks, and then I just ran out of time. But I was like, oh god, like this sucks. Like it it really got me demotivated to see uh, the second one, which uh, is great. So. Make me feel bad, dude. Make me feel bad for making you go see this movie. <laughs> um, th- and that's what I was gonna ask you whenever we got on uh, the mics together without uh, going on air. I was gonna ask you why was this of all the movies that have come out that you know we're both interested in seeing and reviewing? Why was the this the first one seen? I because I just I knew you would hate it, and I. And I'm I'm not regretting it because it, it's so funny to me right now how much you didn't enjoy that. Yeah, yeah. I think it's, I mean we talked a lot you know about a lot of other movies that have came out before this movie that we could have seen you know we saw this. So I don't know, dude. I just I thought it was going to be a really fun movie. Honestly, I thought it was just going to be like a dumb but really fun movie, and it was not at all it was very boring like just dude some of the dumb decisions i just i can't stand that like the the idea that they do in movies now is like there's too much population and there's too much polluting and all this other crap yep. so let's kill every single person or 99 percent of the pot that'll save us that'll be our savior it makes no sense the woman's plan in this movie because it's just like thank you it's just like it Okay, but, like, after that, what are y'all going to do? Because the monsters are still going to be out there. Like, who says they're going to stop? Makes no sense. Yeah, there's no, like, plan to tame them. We're just going to let them do what they want and hope that whoever get frozen again or what? (laughs) Yeah, that whoever lives, they'll, like, let them keep living. They're like, okay, we're, like, tired of killing everybody. Like, we can coexist. Like, I don't know. Yeah, it makes no sense. So I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah, the motives... Throughout the movie, you're stupid. The mom's stupid. Her motives are stupid. None of it makes sense. Like you said, yeah, let's just let's. We have to set them free because photosynthesis, grass is gonna grow, volcanoes. Like we need that shit right now. Like we cannot wait. Um, let's do this right now. Let's release the monsters. There, yeah. She's like, this is a guarantee. 
This is the most guaranteed thing we have is to release these monsters. Like I've done the test. Like I've done the simulations. I know that eight monsters equals more plants and less crash. Like obviously. Yeah, obviously. Why not just hold the world ransom and be like, hey, pick up your shit, or I'll release all this all this hell on you. Like even that's just a better plan than destroying yeah. the entire world. Yeah, because then we can just like sniper face off, like steal her computer, and it's done. Like I don't. It, it was insane. Yeah, the mom was insane. The motives made no sense. I already talked about how Cinemark took my $8. Um, and so I remembered one of the lines, too, that stupid idiot guy said, Russo, Russo Sr., uh, whenever they're like, we have to recharge Godzilla with a nuclear bomb. And... The guy is like, is it even gonna work? It's not like jump starting a car. You know, you know and it's like Ugh, like somebody put a bullet in this guy. Like we can get anybody else to read the map. Like we don't need him. Yeah, that was my like, at the very end when they're like, Yeah, we'll put a nuclear bomb in him and like some but only one person needs to do it. Who's gonna gonna be? I'm like, I know who I'm voting for. Yeah. Let's get this guy out of this movie. And of course it's not. And that's what I saw in both Godzilla movies. They were like, hey, we have no idea why. Like, computer systems are failing. This is a climactic part of the movie, so the computer is not going to work. And so in both movies, it's like, okay, manual override. Both, both That phrase is used in both movies. They're like, okay, manual override. Can somebody die in this scene? Like, can we do that? And so that's what they did. They're like, yep. Yep, shit's not working. We have all these computers. Obviously, they're broken because Godzilla is a walking EMP, apparently. But yes, manual override. Somebody can die this scene. Let's do it. And, you know, Hiroshima or whatever his name is, I feel like that's offensive to say, but I'm, I'm only going to say it the once. Uh, so it's okay. So, yeah, just the one time. Because he mentions it. He's like, I got this watch in 1944. And they're like, oh, Hiroshima. And he's like, I know. I've, you know, oh. Godzilla, like this is a Godzilla movie, uh, and so anyway, he's yeah, he decides to sacrifice sacrifice himself, and I think that's that's just the tops, because uh, like the whole time too, I was like, I, I just pictured this nuke being much bigger. I don't know why I was like, is is his submarine the nuke, and then he like parks and gets out and like carries the nuke up the rocky steps and lays it in front of Godzilla. And why couldn't he have just left it then? Why couldn't they have set the timer to a longer time? Yeah, that's what, the, and I thought that's what the plan was to begin with. And they're like, nah, like as soon as he steps in that radiation, like he's he's screwed. Like, but he's like walking around and taking his mask off and going, you know, petting him and dropping bombs. Like, yeah, I think he could have just, yeah, longer timer and tried to get out of there. The other thing too, though, is when they got out of there, it's like, why were they like barely far enough away? And then like, of course. They don't get disintegrated. They get propelled. You know, it's like they get the the bomb gives them a little boost out of there. And Brad or whatever the main guy's name is, who I hate, he's like fucking C level action hero, like C level, like C minus James Bond or something. This idiot. Like he makes Brandon Fraser look like a good actor. Like this guy is ridiculous. So. He, like, gets blown up in an earlier part, and he, like, just throws up Wakanda forever and, like, hits a metal crate. Yes, dude. Okay. Yes. It's like, what? <laughs> like. It made no sense. 
Like, I, I like how these explosions just propel people and, like, they're not dying or getting disintegrated. Like, nah, it's just a little little boost. You can fly! You fly, Billy! You know? Yeah, he was blown into a, uh, a storage container, like, at hundreds of miles, or 100 miles an hour or something like that. And it just, like, ow, man, that hurt. Dang it. <laughs> like, that's all that happened from that. Like, he was perfectly fine. I was like, that was bull. Mild concussion. Give me a frozen bag of peas here. Got to ice this bad boy. What's your beef with Brandon Fraser's acting? He's a piece of shit. The mummy drained to the center of the earth. I mean, I mean, what more do I need to say? The mummy's a good movie, dude. That's what I said. He sucks. <laughs> oh, okay. I, I heard it differently the first time. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Check your check your audio. But yeah, I just, I don't know. I, I just hate his face and his acting. And I, I hate every role that I've seen him in. So <laughs> Okay. And this guy it was like, worse than that. It was the stunt double for <laughs> Brandon Fraser. Yeah, no, this guy, yeah, fucking great value, Brandon Fraser. He's like, we, he's like, I hate Godzilla. I hate everything. We must kill all the monsters. And then like five minutes later, he's like, open the shields for him. Let's bend over for him. Let's show him we love him. You know, <laughs> like we, we were just talking about killing him and hating his guts and you know, I love it how, like, Godzilla, like, you know, they think Godzilla's dead. And it, like, has nothing to do with Great Value Brendan Fraser, but Hiroshima's like, I guess you got your wish. Godzilla's fucked up. And, you know, Brendan Fraser's, like, feels bad about it. He's like, I, I guess I don't get it. Like, I, I hated the, the tension in this movie was so weak. You, you could cut it with a plastic butter knife. I mean, it was awful. Um, yeah. It really didn't start you out great that you had to pay for that ticket that you didn't really have to pay for, did it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, well, because I paid the online convenience fee, you know, thinking it's going to be sold out. Jesus Christ, they're lucky they had anybody show up for this thing. <laughs> what the hell? What the hell am I thinking sold out? Everyone's like, oh, you side Godzilla? Like, that's really nice of you to support them. Like, shit, I should have just gone on their GoFundMe page. I don't know why I gave my money to Mark. Wow. Um, I did think it was really dumb whenever they're on a bridge face-to-face with each other, and he's like, hey, come here. Like, I got a gun. Like, it's okay. You can come with me. Like, I'm pointing it at the bad guys. And then she just blows up the bridge, and that could have killed them both easily. Like, I thought that was, like, really funny, because I was just like, so in order to save everyone here, you set off the bomb that he's trying <laughs> to stop you from setting off. And, and there was really no guarantee that... Is this we... Brendan Fraser and the mom, or...? Yes. Hmm. This is Brendan Fraser and the mom. Yeah, I mean, you can tell how memorable the movie is, because we don't know their freaking names. It's, I think it was Emma and Brad. Sure. And they're like, you're there face to face when they discover uh, the three headed one. And uh, like, he shows up there with a pistol and he's face to face with them. And like, he's like asking his daughter to come across the bridge. And then, yeah, uh, she takes the detonator and then sets it off. And then they go yeah, their she, separate ways. You know, you, you know what I like too when she does, and now I know what scene you're talking about. When she does that, she's like, I'm sorry. 
run and she like presses it and they both stand there for 10 seconds and nobody <laughs> runs you know it's like what the fuck like she doesn't even run like it takes like five or 10 seconds of them like looking and the camera switching and then they're like okay okay now we can run like that's uh, it was great it's good stuff yeah oh dude i just had something else about it too um Whatever. Uh, yeah, thank you. I, I just I have so much to say. I, I wish I could have constantly been taking notes, dude. You would have been run out of data in that theater. Oh, I would have been. Yeah, I would have probably gone through all the ink and a pen. Taking <laughs> these notes, taking notes, taking notes. Yeah, but the monster so action was bad things about it, and it'll help me remember. The monster action was good, but they did this thing where. Anytime it was happening, there was also something that was happening that was important with people. And I say important. And it's not. Yeah. But it's not because nothing is important as two monsters fighting. That is easily the most important thing that could ever be shown on screen. It would be like in the Avengers if when Captain America like gets all of his army and goes all the way across that field to fight Thanos and it cuts away to Ant-Man like hot wiring the car. And we just keep going back and forth, you know, like 15 times. And it's just shown in the background. Like, that's how irrelevant it is or, like, how dumb it is that they're showing some of the stuff they're showing. Like, I just remember being like, get back to the damn monsters. Like, I'm so tired. Like, I waited this whole time to see the monsters. And when you get there, at least have the decency to, like, uh, stay on them for that, that very brief amount of time. You know, like, they, when they first released, like, the three-headed one, and it fights Godzilla, and yeah. they really don't even fight. Um, it just they they meet each other and they're like going after each other, and then it's all it zooms in on all these other characters trying to fly away in these helicopters and trying to get the bomb and like oh my god like well, why would you do that mom like oh my god that was dad what was he doing here blah 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 like we're having all this dialogue and ways to further the plot of the humans while the monsters are fighting like I'd way rather see that please just <laughs> show that I don't want to see them have this stupid relationship. Like, it just, oh, it was so dumb. Um, also, really, uh, it was weird when the beginning of the movie where he's photographing wolves, and he's not that far away, and he has no gun, it looks like. So what's to stop those wolves from just tearing him apart? I don't understand how that is safe in his job at all, that he just gets that close and just takes pictures of them. Well, he's wearing camouflage. Yeah, I know, but, it, like, <laughs> they're just going to look that direction and just kill him? Like, what's the deal? Well, as long as he stands still, he, he can't be seen. So, oh, okay. Well, you know what? Never mind. This movie's way. Yeah. Uh, no, it's ass. And then <laughs> the other thing I was gonna say to uh, it, I I feel like I had two negative things to say, and you reminded me of both of them, but I can only seem to remember one. Uh, in both movies, I realized you know, and a lot of movies are victim of this. It's not like Godzilla's the first to you know make big mistakes. Um. The dramatic timing of things is amazing. Like, for example, I mean, I hate, I know we're talking about the second movie, but in the first movie, Brian Cranston is like, hey, you guys are going to regret this stuff. You're making big mistakes. You're hiding something, and you're going to regret it, okay? And they're like, you're crazy. And then literally the second they say that, like, the power goes out and the earth starts rumbling. Yep. And it's like, can the dramatic timing get any better there? And, like, both movies do that. And 
Like, whenever the mom decides that she's going to sacrifice herself, which was kind of whatever, like, I guess she could have just thrown the beacon and jumped in the helicopter since they were following the beacon. But she's like, no, 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 I'm going to run to the helicopter, make you guys cry, and then go, nah, I'm going to stay. And that's what she does, and then she drives off in the Jeep, and, like, they're watching... You know, they're flying away, and they're supposed to be flying away pretty quickly. It looks like they've got a pretty good distance, and she's, like, driving a pretty good distance. And this is going on for a good minute. And, like, the second she gets zapped, like, the the, the three-headed monster is zapping quite a bit, Monster Zero or whatever. And he finally hits her, and, like, the kid and the dad are like, oh, she's dead, and they're crying. And it's like, how can you see that far away? Like, it's it's... Like, how do you know that that's the one that fucked her up? Like, there's all these buildings, debris, fire. You're flying far away. She drove far it's away. It's raining. It's raining. But they're like, yep, that was the death blow. Like, there she goes. Like, I don't know. Just the, the dramatic timing and great vision throughout both movies is um, is amazing. <laughs> what really bugged me about it was that uh, whenever they're – Whenever she's driving away in that Humvee, she's struck by a bolt of lightning, and the Humvee itself is struck by it. And then it topples over a few times, and then she gets out. I'm like, okay, let's pretend like it didn't just vaporize you with this massive lightning bolt, and like the car didn't explode, and then it toppled over. But then you survived that, and then you survived several rollings, and you just casually get out of the car. Like, it's just so annoying. And you're right, like, the tension does, like, very conveniently i feel like there was like five or six times in this movie whenever a monster would get really close to eating someone or something and then another monster would come and attack it or like a missile would hit it or something and it would get distracted every time every time uh jurassic world sequel did the same thing and every time you're like oh oh no so and so character i'm supposed to care about is about to get eaten by a monster oh another monster and uh, like jurassic world 2 did that this movie did that um, and yeah, whenever it's just so predictable like that, you know, how do you get around that? Like, you just, I don't know, you don't care, you're not surprised, but then what else are they supposed to do? I don't know. I just wish that they, they wouldn't go to that so many times. There's nothing wrong with it, but just it's every time or it's most of the time. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's overkill. It's just, there's no tension anymore because there's tension that first time. And then maybe if you saved it till the end of the movie and did it again, but you do it like every time there's a monster unleashed, basically. Because yeah. they did it when the mom was about to get eaten at the very end of the movie. Godzilla came and saved the day. Uh, the dad was about to get eaten, or a soldier or someone was about to get eaten on that ice in Antarctica, and Godzilla came and saved him from Monster Zero. Uh, like, that bird one was about to eat the ship, and then it was attacked by that other bird one at the last second. Uh, the Monster Zero one, and I don't know, like that. Just yeah, I got tired of that. Um, I don't know. I'm just trying to think of things. I, I mean, like anytime that there was a monster and I could see what was going on, I was like super in. I was like, this is cool. This is dope. I'm I'm digging this. Like I like the way all they they all look. Um, they announced like there was like a 15 or 17 or whatever, and you saw them like come out of the ground and whatnot. Um, but that was in the trailers, and that was essentially all most of them were. Because uh, they don't show up until the very end of the fight, and then they don't even do anything. Yeah. So that was disappointing. 
Yeah, it's kind of a recurring theme throughout the movie. Uh, they had another example of uh, the map guy. I thought of another classic line of his. I can't remember what I can't remember what scene it is. They're all so forgettable, but they were like flying through the air, and there's monsters and stuff, and they have like a oh yeah, it's whenever they're flying into the tropical storm. They're trying to like lead the one monster into the the three-headed tropical storm monster or whichever one they're just they're flying into the tropical storm and they're like you know 30 seconds until we're there 10 seconds until we're there and all that good stuff and they've got like other flyers with them who are getting kind of knocked out and like literally the whole time they're doing it like this guy's tone like doesn't change i don't know it just it was funny to me he was just like Oh, uh, fighter down! Up, oh, up! Oh, another fighter down! Oh, ooh, ooh. and then like next thing you know, everybody's dead. And he's like, "We've lost the whole fleet. Thirty seconds until we get there. We lost the whole fleet. Ten seconds until we get there. Everybody's dead. We're about to be there. Like it's just like he. I don't know. Like <laughs> just the way he said it, I thought was um, just hilarious. It was almost like like he almost said it like in his joking tone. Like I, I just I felt like his joking tone was so bad that I heard it throughout the movie. So he's like. We lost the whole fleet. Uh, lost the whole fleet. <laughs> LOL. Thirty seconds. You know, like beat me up, Scotty. Like I just thought he was gonna, you know, just say stupid shit like that. Uh, I just thought his um, performance or writing for his character was uh, atrocious. It, it, I feel like his character was the same as uh, I didn't even see the Meg, but I would say Dwight's character in the Meg is pretty much almost the same as this guy. Yeah, that's pretty pretty accurate. Yeah. So, um, I, I I remember another thing. I can't remember the exact line, but uh, Russo Senior, whenever they were uh, they were talking about like Mothra, and they were talking about like, oh, they have a they, her, her and Godzilla like know each other, and they've like been together before, and someone's like, oh, like in a, I don't know, like they they use like a medical term for like sexually, and he's like, man, gotta get it on or something. Like he says like something weird like that, and I'm just like, yeah. yes, thank you for adding that. That was both funny and didn't make me uncomfortable. Yep, yep, and you reminded me too. Great value. Brendan Fraser had another one like that. They're like, uh, he's like one monster was coming to another monster, and he was like, he's coming based on that call. That call is attracting him. He's either here for food or to fight or to, you know, something more intimate. And it's like, why didn't you just say for food, fight or fuck like you wanted to? Like, you had a perfectly good line there and you didn't use it and instead you went with the PG route that you thought would be funny it wasn't <laughs> and i just i just i don't get it and that was but that was great value Brendan Fraser that wasn't uh Russo senior but honestly if we have like worst actor of the year awards i'd love to throw both of those guys in there for uh for the end of season awards show like most decent most decent awards of the year, whatever, and nominees for worst actors would definitely go to those two guys right there. I'd I'd say they're in the running right now. I'd say like um, I'd say like what we should do is like you should have a best movie, a worst movie, and then like a most decent movie. And then <laughs> what other whatever you want to name any other award, you just you make it up and you can give it to whatever movie you want. So if you want to name one on the worst actor award and you want to give it to all three of them, yeah, be my guest. Yeah, uh, I'm going to have to. I mean, it's going to be a tight race. Like, those guys all tried really hard to do a bad job with a bad movie. And they and knocked it into the park. Yeah, they, yeah, they <laughs> knocked it all over the park. Like, nobody in the stands is going home with the ball tonight. Like, it's definitely staying in the field. You think so. there's people in the stands? 
yeah, uh, you know, good marketing will fool anybody. <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> um, man, what else to say about this movie? Um, I don't know if you caught it, but uh, next year they're coming out with Godzilla versus King Kong, and uh, they okay, hinted at it. Okay. In the, they hinted at it in this movie like five or six times. Did um, they? Yeah, I don't think you noticed because you probably didn't know that. But if I had told you that going in, because they like they're looking at the screen of like all the different monsters and it's flashing through them real quick and then it spins like an extra five seconds on the one uh, of King Kong and they're like, yeah, they're all they're all different. The one of them says like, yeah, they're all different shapes and sizes. Even one of them's a giant monkey. Like they just keep yeah they I just keep adding you. to it over and over and over again. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. I just thought that was a little too much. Um, I don't know, man. There's really, like, there's really not a lot to talk about in terms of positive things in the movie. <laughs> yeah, they're, they were definitely missing those when they made the movie. They forgot the positives. Um, <laughs> Dang, classic mistake. Yeah, classic. Uh, but definitely the monster action was good, like you said, when they showed it, because... I was blown away. I was like, how much money did they save by cutting to this helicopter shot when there's a mon monster fight going on right now? Because, like, they know everybody would rather see the monster fight. Like, I feel like it's got to come down to money. Yeah, I think like, it is, too. To not, to not show more. I would hope it's money. If it's just, like, an artistic choice, like, I feel like you're even dumber because you're not – if you're not out to save money and you're just making a worse product, like, what the hell are you doing, you know? that's yeah that's exactly what i'm getting at makes makes no sense so and yet and to me that's the problem with both movies they and i would say that both these godzilla movies uh san andreas 2012 rampage uh, rampage that was the other one rampage they all fall into the same problem you know they have to have somebody as the main character there has to and maybe not so much in rampage i mean rampage was a bad movie but especially in like San Andreas and both these Godzilla movies, you know, there has to be like a family that we're centered around. That's got some kind of family trauma and the end of the world is going to bring them together. Uh, I think the same thing happens in uh, skyscraper, just all that shit. Like yeah. I could give a shit less about the family. Like nobody cares about the family. Like we're coming here for the action, maybe throw in some comedy if you can. Yeah, but, like, make it good, you know? Like, try to actually be, like, try to get somebody that knows what comedy is that has a concept of what a joke is. Like, hey, can you write a joke or two for this movie so that we can have a variety of emotions here and and maybe entertain our viewer for a change? <clears throat> you don't feel like this movie did that? No, no, <laughs> they skipped that completely. Like, just, like, literally, dude, like... Whenever they tried to be funny, like, there was a fair amount of people in the theater. Like, not, there's plenty of seats, but, like, considering bad movie on a Wednesday night, like, there was, and maybe <laughs> a playoff game going on, like, there was a, quite a few people in the theater, and, like, nobody laughed. I think one guy laughed at one thing, and I don't even know if it was intended to be laughed at. But, like, there was no audible laughter in this movie, and they tried to be funny multiple times. And it was not good. <laughs> so, um, did you stay for the post credit scene? Hell no! Yeah, like literally okay. the second <laughs> it was the over, came on. I was the first guy out of the theater. <laughs> I leaped. I, I like ran. 
I couldn't wait. Um, uh, basically, they just they the old dude basically bought and found the head that was ripped off that monster. And earlier in the movie, what old dude? The bad guy? Yeah, the bad guy. Yeah, what a great bad guy too. What great motives. <laughs> hey. I'm a random guy with guns who believes in monsters. You said you wanted to save the world with monster photosynthesis. I provided the guns. It is not photosynthesis. <laughs> exactly. He's like, I provided the guns for you to do this. Don't back out now. Your 11-year-old daughter is a piece of shit. Let's shoot her. You what did you think about the daughter in the movie? Uh... Like, honestly, you could have said that was her son and I wouldn't have known the difference. Oh I didn't my know God. what was going on there. That kid was <laughs> a dweeby little fuck. I don't know. That was a, definitely a, a gender-neutral kid, in my opinion. I feel like they could have done whatever they wanted there. <laughs> Excellent work. What do you think of all these things, you know? Yeah, villain was pretty stereotypical. Um it's funny you mentioned both Rampage and uh, Skyscraper. I feel like you, if you didn't say the names and you just had to describe what these villains did and what they were about, it would be hard for me to differentiate them because they're just so generic and one, like, half-dimensional. Not even, like, a full dimension. They're, like, half-D, basically. Oh, yeah. Because they're just like, yeah, I came out of nowhere, and I hate the world, and let's make these monsters r run loose. Yeah. And it just doesn't seem very well thought out. Um I don't know. Yeah. Very weak, very weak stuff. Um, he, I don't know. It is. I just, I really don't understand why he like decided to find the scientist lady and how he was able to convince her so easily that this was the right way and that she believed it so fully. And then, you know, an hour later was like, you know what, maybe I'm wrong. Um, just because she made like a tiny mistake basically. And I like how he's just like, yeah, we released all the monsters, and we don't have control over the most powerful one. Uh, actually, we don't have control over any of them because of that one. But, you know, everything's going according to plan. I'm just like, that is never – that is not the plan. There's no way that's <laughs> going to work. That doesn't make any sense. You went from being able to completely control these things to have no control over any of them at all. Like, that that's a massive differentiator in your plan. And uh, so the plan was stupid. Um I don't know, dude. Like, they, oh yeah, yeah. That's what I was gonna say. Is like they were. They said the thing about the nuclear thing where Godzilla was gonna blow up. Yeah. And uh, and basically, just he he just explodes and it does damage to everyone else besides him. So I don't. And then it's gone. So like, I they were completely wrong about that. No one ever commented on it. It was just over. Because they they're like he's gonna explode. He's gonna die. Basically, like oh no, that sucks. And then. It just like it does like this little wave thing out of his stomach and destroys the other monster and then it's over <laughs> and then he's fine and then he just goes back into the ocean you know oh god dude. yeah it's uh you know I think you summed it up great it was a great movie yeah, yeah. I uh, I'm really glad I made you watch it I think it was really funny um <laughs> uh, I guess to wrap up our discussion here um, what would you give this movie? Uh, I mean, honestly, I, I was really hard on it, and I think I just wanted to be. Um, I, it, oof, I mean, I really could give it Garbo if I wanted to. I'm feeling nice and kind of just giving it 
uh, low-key Garbo because I, I didn't have high expectations. I, I kind of already knew before even seeing Godzilla 1 that this wasn't going to be, like, the best movie ever. And um, after seeing Godzilla 1, I lowered my expectations even more. And, and I watched it, and, like, you know, again, you know, the monster action was good. There was quite a few big monsters, and they had quite a few scenes. And it... Um, you know, it was a two-hour and, like, ten-minute movie, so I, I'll give it, like, a low-key Garbo. But uh, still, uh, it's kind of weird that they just... They make so many of these movies, and they make them all the same. Like, and, and they're never that good. So it's like, why not make them different? different? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's got to be a way to make these movies better. And if you can't, do we really need to keep making them? Like, I, But, I mean, I guess people keep going to see them, but is, like, is the money worth it i don't know it's just <clears throat> poop poop movies so you're gonna give it a loki garbo yeah, yeah i'd say barely loki garbo i think the monster action is great and i'd love to see it again but i would never want to endear the rest of this movie to have to get to that um yeah i just very loki garbo very very loki garbo so that being said do you think it's better or worse than rampage <laughs> um oh god um whichever one shorter is better because honestly i'd really like i'd have to see him again to give you a more accurate answer and i have zero interest in seeing either one of those movies again um so i, I would say rampage is closed just because it's, uh, The Rock is better than Great Value, Brendan Fraser. Of but course. I would say that you know maybe the monster fighting was a little better in this Godzilla, and um, I don't know. I just thought it was funny how they were like, "Oh, that's that's Queen Alby, you know, Queen of the Monsters, obviously." And you know they're like, "Oh, of course." And, <sighs> Uh, there's the queen and the king, and they like they don't even bang, but like the owl dies and the fairy dust like gets into Godzilla and he becomes even more powerful. And the other thing I was gonna say is the very first fight he has with the three-headed monster, he like he opens fire at point blank and blank misses it, yeah. Range. He's got three heads to shoot at. <laughs> Nobody gets hurt. Nobody's hurt. And then he just gets annihilated. I was like, what a piece of shit. Like, you know, like, I don't know. So, yeah, that was one of my other complaints. Let me make sure I don't have any other last-minute complaints before we wrap up here. But, I mean, what do you what do you think? So you gave it a low-key Garbo as well. Better than uh, Rampage yeah. for me, easily. Better than Rampage. Easily. I don't care about The Rock. Um, and I don't care about him as much as you do. Uh, and the monster action is better. No, you don't care about him, dude. It's fine. It's yeah, you're right. Yeah, good call. Yeah. He call. doesn't like you either. Um, would you say it's better or worse than the first one? What? Godzilla 2 or Godzilla 1. Uh, no opinion. They're both bad. Okay. I'm going to go with this one <laughs> again. I just think there's more. This, one, of this. this one's better? I think there's more action, yeah. I think there's more action in this one, therefore it is better. Because then that I is the best part of both of these. I didn't like the first one. Yeah, the first one's really slow and boring. This one is just bad and slow and boring. Um yeah. <laughs> Massive step up, massive improvement. Massive. Um, obviously, I gotta ask you: Is it better than Suicide Squad? Um, well, it is a movie. 
Yeah, I would say... Yeah, I'd say it's better than Suicide Squad. All right, well, we've yet to find a movie that you dislike more than that one. <laughs> uh, well... Yeah, it's tough, dude. I mean, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be, you know, trying to avoid stuff like that, but <laughs> you never know. I mean, Godzilla was pretty bad. I can always stumble upon a movie that um, can <laughs> challenges at least. Yeah, it's just, you know, Suicide Squad is gonna be tough to beat because it's down there with these other movies in terms of quality, but like the expectations were so much higher. So it's like the fall is huge, you know? Yeah. Godzilla is kind of just like a fall down the steps, you know. This is like, you know, Suicide Squad is like a fall off a cliff. Like it's like, it's gonna kill you. Um, I've got like this weird thing going on with my, my hip, and it's fascinating. I've got like potentially a spider bite or staph infection again, like I had on my leg, and I got like that crater in my leg. I went to the doctor today, and they're like, yeah, yeah. It's kind of like that Elaine episode where they're like, yeah, yeah, it's just a rash. Should should be fine. And I'm like, no, see, I like, I had my leg cut open a couple years ago, and this feels like the exact same situation. They're like, yeah, yeah, but they no, don't it should care. be fine. Yeah, and no, it should be fine. I'll give you a pill that's not going to work. You take that for a few days. And, <laughs> and if it gets worse, then come see us again, you know, for two hours and mm-hmm. – so, not happy about that. Uh, it looks really funky. It seems to get bigger, like, uh, every day. Good lord, dude. I don't want to hear about this at all. <laughs> Why? It's disgusting. I don't want to hear about it. It's really not that bad. It's just, like, it was itty-bitty, and now it's just getting ever so slightly bigger, you know? I don't know. <clears throat> oh, and I didn't give you. Uh, did I ever give you a poop date, poop update on this episode? Because it's getting out of hand, dude. I'm pretty sure I've had back to back days where I've taken three poops by twelve o'clock. The poops are waking me up. Like I can't even sleep anymore. They're like, hey, get up and get out of here. And, and like sometimes they'll only be twenty, thirty minutes apart, but it's like completely different poops. Like they feel completely different. They come out different, different noises, different smells, different textures. I mean, it's fascinating. And they're like 20 minutes apart. Um, I don't know what's going on there. Well, Not as always, point. thank you for filling me in. Uh, thank you for bringing me up to date on that. <clears throat> always want to know about that. Uh, that is pretty wild that it's waking you up, though. I've literally never heard of that ever. Um. <laughs> I wake up at 7.30 every morning to, like, take a dump now. And I don't have to be up until, like, 8.30. I'm like, every time I wake up, I'm like, Oh shit, I'm running late, huh? And I'm like, um, maybe it's 7.30. And it'll be like, yep, 7.30. So I'm like, well, I guess I'll try to go get this poop out. And I'll go poop and then come back and go to sleep until, you know, 8.30 or whatever, whatever time it is to wake up, you know? Well, um, well, since I made, before we get out of here, since I made you see this terrible movie, um, yeah. what what is our next movie we're gonna watch, and is it going to be bad? And are you gonna just use this payback on me? Uh, well, I'll see a payback on you. I mean, I have to see it too. I mean, if you hate it, there's a good chance I hate it. So, I'd say we're both suffering here. Um, I don't know. I guess really just whatever you're willing to see that we can see. I mean. I, I would say if I if you forced me to pick, I would say uh, Detective Pikachu or John Wick 3, but 
I didn't see John Wick 3 at the theater that I went to tonight. Is it still in theaters? Um, yeah, probably barely. Well, it'd be nice to get on one of those, but we might not be able to. Uh, might have to just try to stream those and review them because I would like to review those. I think that they could definitely be candidates for most decent uh, or some potential good moments and some potential worst moments uh, like this movie. Um, right now, I'm hunting for somebody to take the award away from uh, Joe Russo Sr. Um, or or awards. What award? Or great oh, value, Brandon Fraser. Yeah. Yeah, great value, Brandon Fraser. Yeah, I'm sure. I feel like Detective Pikachu like could be a decent movie, or it could easily have a candidate or two for worst actor of the year to, to compete against uh, Joe Joe Sr. or whatever, and uh, great value, Fraser. So. <laughs> Oh, uh, def- what? No, Dark Phoenix has like a 22% on Rotten Tomatoes. Ooh, that's another one. Okay, see, that's the thing, though. That movie, like, just came out. I would I would be down to try to see something that might be on its way out that we're not going to get to see. Okay. Because, you know, Dark Phoenix is going to be there for... A minute, yeah. At least a minute. You know, we can maybe see that one next. Because that one's probably going to have plenty of fuel. Also, I need a chance to watch Apocalypse, too, even though it probably won't matter, because... Pretty garbage. Like they're they're all, right. all going on hell, yeah. Um, man, what was I gonna say? Ah, oh, dang, I forgot. Anyway, yeah, dude, that movie's gonna be twenty-two uh, percent. That's lower than Suicide Squad, so that's not good. Whoa, really? Yeah. Jeez, dude, it's like what? What makes them put the movie out? You know, like you think somebody'd be like, ugh. Well, once they get to the part where they they spend a certain amount of money on it. They're just like, put it out anyway, and like, people will see the Marvel logo and they'll go see it. And they'll yeah, make they'll make some. They may not make all their money back, but it's just like, if you spend like a hundred million dollars on a movie and you never put it out, you're not you're you just lost a hundred million dollars. But if you spend like a hundred and fifty or something on it, and then you put it in theaters, maybe you'll get all your money back or you know half or something. Like you'll be in better shape, you know. I heard they also changed the last, they changed like the last like third of this movie because it was like very similar to Captain Marvel, (laughs) which is interesting. Yeah. What, in what way? I don't know. I, I don't think anyone has like specifics on it, but they just, they reshot the entire lat like ending of it just because it was so similar to the, um, to the uh, Captain Marvel ending. Did you ever see the X-Men three where they tried to do this exact same story? I saw the movie, but I don't remember what story you're talking about. Dark Phoenix, where, like, the Jean Grey just becomes, like, evil and kills everyone, basically. Oh, then, yeah. I mean, I I definitely feel like we've covered Jean quite a bit throughout this X-Men series. I've had enough of it. You're done with it? I'm pretty done with it. Uh, I'm pretty done with uh, the X-Men and, like, you know, the fact that they had like a whole timeline and then like the timeline got undone by like more recent movies and they keep making movies and they keep getting worse. And, um, yeah, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. Yeah. I'm really hyped for that line whenever I inevitably see it. <laughs> it's definitely probably line of the year. James McAvery or whatever his name is. Yeah. He's a pretty decent little actor there. Um, but uh, he doesn't know what to do. No one is safe from the Brendan Fraser Award. Yeah. 
Yeah, it, a lot of a lot of people could be candidates. A lot of bad acting going on, <laughs> bad movies. Uh, so I'll definitely be on the lookout. Um, you know, because I can't do what they do. So I love critiquing them and telling them how bad they are. That is my right as a fan. True. Uh, so what else is there? You know. Uh, yeah, like, if I can't shit on people for being better at something that I'm not good at, like, like, what's the point? So, yeah, no, a lot of bad acting in this movie, uh, which you come to expect, and just, and that's what I meant to say, too, about the fleet dying, it's, it's like, people are dying, and even, like, the characters don't care, that's kind of what I meant to say about, you know, map guys, he was just like, our fleet's gone. We'll be there in 30 seconds. It's like, even he doesn't care that they're dead. Like, we already don't care that they're, they're dead because we didn't even know their names. But even even the comrade is like, hey, guys, LOL, fleet's dead. It's just us. Um, well, looks like, you know, we don't have to worry about caravanning anymore or anybody getting lost because they're all dead. LOL, like, just us. And... I think that's the problem with those movies is they have a hard time creating emotion or getting you to care about anything. So so I feel like since they're not going to do it, they should just skip it. I think like the whole movie, I was thinking that it should just be like a spoof. Like if I were to make a Godzilla movie, I would make it a spoof movie to where whenever the monsters aren't fighting, like everybody's just saying and doing the most ridiculous <laughs> thing possible. So it's like, completely serious whenever they're like – Whenever the action's going on, you know, like Godzilla's, you know, he's killing people, ripping their heads off. He's stepping yeah. on people. Like, it's horrifying stuff. It's really cool. But then it goes back to the people, and it's like we're, like, talking naked gun, like, just complete stupidity and ridiculousness. Yeah, and, like, just, like, obsessive cussing, too. Like, if I, especially, this reminds me, I'm going to try to make, like, a double point here. Like, when they're in Antarctica, Godzilla, like, busts up out of the ice, and they're on a ship or a plane or whatever that is on the ice. And not once do they, like, fall through the ice. Mm -hmm. Is there any crack? Like, they're just in the middle of this monster fight on ice. It's already been broken by Godzilla making his entrance. And, and everything's fine. Like, every, everyone's above surface. No one's falling through. They're just in the middle of the fight like it's no big deal. And ooh, what was the thing we were talking about before that that you were saying? the naked gun humor i don't know yeah there you go and so like if that were me like if that were my movie and i'm in the middle of this monster fight that's supposed to be intense on the ice i'd be like you know like oh you think that's exciting you should feel these nipples like <laughs> you know like it's freezing and like oh fuck me like i don't know like i'd be saying <laughs> stuff like that i would not be like oh like where's my daughter uh, we gotta get away. I'd be like, yo, fuck this. Like, I don't know. And, like, skate out of there, but that's just, like, me. all this action's going, all these explosions, and you just look to the guy next to you, and you're like, man, you think we should leave or something? Like, this party's kind of dead, you know? Yeah, exactly. Something like that. Or just, like, kind of like in Scary Movie, where it's just, like, stupid. Like, anytime somebody says something like, uh, I'm not getting any rings on the seismic graph. Like, shut up! <laughs> like that like that guy on the photosynthesis uh, remember that's the plot of the movie oh yeah like yeah whenever yeah when it's like yeah cindy nobody cares about your stupid monsters photosynthesis and your and there's like endless amount of computers like i love how there is an endless amount of computers that have an, an endless amount of readings and scans and they're like oh yeah we can track his we, we were able to track his movements and his heart his heartbeat and 
and you know he's going through underground tunnels we know all this stuff about him and then they're like oh the ground trembled systems are down systems are failing we have to manual override and shove a torpedo up godzilla's ass so he can three-headed dragon from dragon ball z or whatever the hell's going on there well you know i'm glad i made you see it this was definitely worth it for me um same very bad movie really enjoy your take on it <laughs> yeah um i learned a lot so learned a lot about trust you know um never trust anyone except your gun but yeah that was that was not it it was ass dude it was, ass <laughs> it was not godzilla well said thank you Reagan. you have a uh, any final thoughts? No, um, man. Anyone who's listening, to... thanks for uh, joining us. Uh, Gamble, thanks for the beats as always. Thanks for the helping us out on the editing. Um, working on a new Please. show. Hopefully we'll get that out soonish. Uh, we're kind of waiting on Gambezi. Um, so, yeah, dude. Uh, another great episode. Yeah, another great episode. So, yeah, you guys be on the lookout 2020. We're going to start doing episodes with Gamble. <laughs> and... Uh, and uh, <laughs> Uh, he's a sweet kid though, dropping uh, dropping fire beats and um, you know staying in that bathroom. I know he, I know he's been busy in there, definitely doing a lot more uh, work pooping. So I'm really proud of him. All right, well for Reagan Orton, I'm Ryan Money. You guys have a good night. Now in our case, we know who the rich white man is, Stephen Rain. Who? Stephen Rain, the hotel billionaire. I saw him on Ricky Tan's boat. When the shooting started, he was way too cool. And I'm going to tell you something. When people start shooting, white people ain't that cool. They either running around, hiding behind tables, or screaming like, You sound like that all the time. Let me tell you something about black people. When stuff goes down, we keep our cool. Maybe, but not like Asians. We never panic. Yeah, right. When Godzilla's coming, y'all be tripping. I seen the movie. You be, Gaya, Gaya,